Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Just because he says he was at church doesn't necessarily mean he's not cheating, especially during the pandemic. Am I right? Man, this is a this is a big this is a doozy. It is a doozy today for Ask My Mom. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. My name is Steve Kramer. Hope we're having a good day. Um, so yeah, we'll get to that call or that, that message here just a little bit on today's show. If you're new, hi, welcome. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Um, this is a podcast that I created with my mom because my mom has the greatest words of wisdom ever. They changed my life. I know they can change yours too. And we start every show by talking to her. So hi, mom. Hi, honey. Uh, my mom's been getting on to me because once a mother, always a mother. Um, you know, we did a survey what, a week, uh, two weeks ago, maybe. And I told you that I had a Target gift card for the, somebody that took the survey. And I have, it's just funny. You feel like I'd have all the time in the world to get stuff done. I think I, I probably still do. But like my, I wake up a little bit later than I used to. You know, I like to lay around for a long time. And by the time I like get into the quote unquote studio slash guest bedroom, it's, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock. And then I got to start recording the show. So it's taking me forever to do it. But I finally did it today. So Brenda, uh, from, I think she's from La Mesa. Brenda I from La Mesa was our gift card winner for the survey. So we'll clap for Brenda. Yay, Yay Brenda. Yay, Brenda. Thank you. And we're going to do another survey next week, mainly because I paid for a survey monkey for one whole month and it was $100. So we're going to get our money's <laughs> worth out of it. <laughs> and we'll do another Target gift card to go with that. But thank you for everyone that took the survey. Over 900 people did. So that was uh, very cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amazing. Um, okay. Today is, well, the day this gets released is a Thursday, and on Thursday, we've been doing Throwback Thursday with my mom, hmm. and that's just consisted of stories that make me feel uncomfortable, but I know are somewhat humorous <laughs> to you, so um, we talked about her going to Studio 54, <laughs> we talked about her throwing up, being drunk and throwing up on the guy at the, <laughs> the New Year's Eve party, and... I told her that I wanted to hear the story about her smoking marijuana because she, you know, I don't know how many episodes you've listened to at the, what, this is now 39. Uh, she doesn't really come off as the kind of person that would be a heavy <laughs> marijuana user in, in any phase of her life. But there's a lot of things that I, I, I don't know. I mean, you were, you were young at one point too. So mm-hmm. we'll take a throwback Thursday look at my mom and, and smoking mm-hmm. marijuana today. Mm-hmm. Mom. Well, it's not really that exciting, but when I was in high school, um, I dated, well, I dated the same guy from age 16 to 17, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But he was in a band, and so we hung out with What was bands. the name of the band? I'm curious. Oh, I don't remember, but they no? used to they used to play at the skating rink at <laughs> Pine Tree Plaza. on on friday nights and the worst trouble i ever got into was i was uh going to sleep over with my girlfriend and we actually snuck into the skating rink because i wanted to see this guy and my dad came to pick me up oh no busted how do you find out Well, my mom just had a feeling that something was up. Something Mm -hmm. was up, and I should not have been at that skating rink. They didn't think anyway. There really wasn't anything going on down there. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, that was some serious trouble. I yeah, bet. I guess I was, I must have been 15 because I think I actually started dating him when I was, yeah, 15, maybe. I just wish I knew the name of the band so bad. <laughs> I'm sure it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, no, I'm so sorry. I can't remember that was a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, in the 70s, you know, remember this is 1970, right? That's right. when everybody started experimenting with marijuana, and I was hanging out with my boyfriend and other guys in bands. And uh, then when I broke up with him in my senior year, I started dating other guys in bands, and everybody kind of smoked marijuana. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we just—I mean, we didn't smoke all the time, but but right. just enough to get a little buzz on. And mm-hmm. even after Jim and I uh, got married, Jim and I smoked when we dated. And even oh, after we weird. got married, we, we smoked for a little Like while. when's the last time you smoked marijuana, you think? Hmm, probably 1972. <laughs> why, 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 and why specifically that year? Because that would have been a year after I got married. And I don't think we smoked much past that. I don't remember oh. why we didn't. I, we probably just got bored with it. <laughs> wasn't doing much for you anymore. No, what, yeah. I mean, just sitting at home smoking with your partner is probably just not as fun. You know, it's not, not the same. A lot and of things change with you. Maybe we had a different group of friends. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was 72, 73, but not long after we got married, both of us kind of lost interest in it. So what, um, what happened to you and the, the guy in the band? Oh, he was the sweetest guy. Um, I just, I don't know. I just lost interest. you broke up with him? I did after two years. Mm, And mm. my senior year, he was a year older than me. My senior year, he started at Tech. And once he went to college. Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Um, Once he started to college and I was still in high school, I don't know. I just lost interest in him. And it was so sad because his mom called me and she was so sad. She was like, I wanted you to be in our family. And oh, it was terrible. Uh, But you broke his heart. I did. I did. And I'm really sad about that because he was a very good guy. Did you like smoking marijuana? Oh, yeah. At the time, it was fun, of course. <laughs> wow. Everybody He's was different. Like, no. <laughs> and it's illegal. It's terrible. You know, it's yeah. illegal. So you're kind of sneaking around and you're thinking you're really cool because you're sneaking around. I mean, I didn't even know how to roll a joint. But I mean, it's other, not, other it's not, a, a, not, not a really a big deal out here in California. <laughs> like, it's really not. Like, when I got here, like, everybody smoked. And I was like, oh, because, you know, in Phoenix, it was illegal and in florida it was illegal in georgia i think up until a couple of years ago it was a felony Uh uh-huh yeah i didn't smoke for the first time until i was in arizona um i was at the country thunder festival and i smoked just a little bit there Mm -hmm. um how old were you then Shit, 30, 31, 32? I mean, yeah, I was way too old to be experimenting with anything. But because um, I was all I, I mean, again in Georgia, like it was it was like literally a felony. Like you go to prison or something if you smoke know, weed and get caught no. with it. So it was not nothing that you would like really mess around with. I mean, most of my friends, I'm trying to think. I remember one time in high school I was at a party where people were smoking. Mm-hmm. Um and, but even at college, like people didn't really smoke. Everyone just drank a lot. Right. And I think it was because literally, like you would get in so much trouble, and like people weren't really selling it as much. And I mean, I'm sure people still did, but nobody that I was really 
hanging out with, mm-hmm. you know, over my my nerd herd, were really uh, smoking <laughs> smoking weed. So see, I did a good job as a mom to teach you yeah. not to smoke marijuana. We mm-hmm. were way too scared, but you were, but you were smoking it. I know. <laughs> Double standard. What can I say? I see that. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> With me, like I, I've probably smoked weed and done edibles a total of like maybe twenty or thirty times. Um, oh, I probably didn't tired. smoke more than that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, then we're we're even. <laughs> We died. Um, I it just makes me tired usually. It just made me too tired. I can never get to like a fun and if I did, like one time I did, but it just made me like feel like super crazy. So it's just I don't want to mess around with that stuff anymore, man. It's just too much. Too much for me. Can't well, that it. was truly a lifetime ago for me. Well, what's another um another throwback Thursday story? Do you have anything else crazy that we can talk about maybe next week in your mm-hmm. repertoire of Nancy Nancy craziness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my hat that I could share publicly. (laughs) (laughs) Privately, though. (laughs) Uh, Is there a story that comes to mind right now that you're like, there's no way I could tell that story publicly? Mm, No. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) You said yes. I've led a pretty boring life, actually. Actually, I've, I've, I've had a wonderful life, but I mean, it hasn't been... That the exciting. most adventurous. No. The most adventurous of lives. No, it has not. It has not. But it's been a good um, life. Do you have a good quote for us today? I woke up this morning. You know, we're three hours difference, right? And so mm-hmm. some days I wake up with like like 16 texts from my mom. Because um, <laughs> do you like go through all your motivational stuff in the morning? I do. Mm-hmm. So I woke up. Let me see how many texts I have for me this morning. It was <laughs> one two, three, four, five, five texts, <laughs> separate texts. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to um, share today. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going mm-hmm. through your head this morning. I can mm-hmm. see that. And the first one comes in at 4.08 a.m., by the way. <laughs> so they come Which in early. Which is 7.08 my time. <laughs> yeah, they come in, they come in early over oh, here. Um, you. So is there, I think I just have coronavirus over here. Oh, um, stop it. Do, do you, is there one that you want to share from this morning that really made you think? So I listened to um, a new podcast today called Hope Through History, and it um, and it's about uh, horrible times in our history of America and how we overcame them. And it's um, FDR and the Great Depression, Winston Churchill and World War II, the polio epidemic, and JFK and the Cuban Missile Crisis. And some of you may not even know about some of those things because right. certainly you wouldn't have been here, but mm-hmm. uh, the one I listened to wasn't here for the Great Depression, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no. But luckily, I got to redo it this 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 decade. <laughs> nor nor was I, but you know, <laughs> history will soon be us, right? Yeah, it'll be the COVID nineteen. Yeah, they'll look back on this, you know, pandemic, and know. what what will people be saying about us? So that's what I was thinking about. Um, in this quote from uh, Franklin Roosevelt, which he says, the point in history at which we stand is full of promise and danger. The world will either move forward toward unity and widely shared prosperity, or it will move apart. Yeah, we're kind of at that point. I mean, shit, I feel like we've been moving apart now for the last four years. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And... 
I, you know, uh, it seems like when you look at history and you look at nine 11, we'll take for example, and it really kind of brought us together as a country. Right. And I feel like this opportunity is here too with this situation, right? Like we're seeing signs of it. Yes. I just, I fear it because we're heading into the elections and I just don't know how these two are going to counteract each other because mm-hmm. I know how politically different we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, more so than ever, we're going to be so hyped up going into this election mm-hmm. on our two sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, do you think that we'll have the same kind? Let's just look at just 9-11. I mean, do you think that, that we'll come out of this? Because I feel like America really came out strong. Everyone was unity and together. And I mean... I don't know that we're going to have the same thing coming out of this situation. You know, that is certainly my prayer. And I think that certainly there's a possibility of that. But as you say, because it's an election year and politics will be uh, so heightened now. I mean, it was such a crazy time. Um, I don't really know. You know, uh, one person said recently they thought, the um, one of the greatest fears of this pandemic for them was going to war with China. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah. So I, mean, truly. I, I, I think it can go either way. I hope we have enough strong politicians to lean toward the good. And I hope that if not on a national level, at least maybe on a personal level, we'll you know, a lot of us will come out better for having I had just, this time. But I think personally, yes, I just don't know that it's going to bring us together in the mm-hmm. same way, you know, yeah. And yeah. you want to call in over that too, but you know, I, I, I look at it a lot and you know, I don't have, I'm, I'm only 36. So well, almost 37, my birthday's in mm-hmm. three weeks. Uh, I know. Uh, two weeks really. Um, so you've been, you know, you've done this a lot longer than I have, this life thing. I don't remember politics being so split before though. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, has it always been so divided to where you've got to be one or the other? Uh, yeah. I think maybe it was with Nixon. Really? You know? Yeah. So it's been, on, it's been that, going on for a while. It's not like, mm-hmm. a, like a new thing. Yeah. That um, after Nixon was impeached and um, after that, yeah, I, I really think it started. I really think it started then, but of course it's, it's heightened every year. I mean, it's just right. heightened er- every every year, every four years. Um, right. It's just gotten worse and worse. We're so divided now. We are so divided, like no other time, certainly that I can remember, and perhaps like no other time in our recent history for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we come out of this thing positive. I'm hoping that there's like. I think personally, I've seen a lot of people make changes and like start to think about things deeper. Yes. Um, But I don't know that I see us as a country Mm -hmm. acting any differently than we did. Now it's coming down to, is this a hoax? Is it not? You know? Uh, Yeah. There's so many conspiracy theories. Are we going outside? Are you staying inside? Or, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. And we don't have it. And in my opinion, we don't have the leadership we need right now. Right. To really to give us some clear direction about how how to manage this pandemic, right? So, but we have some good yep. scientists that I hope stick around um, because there are there are hope. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there are hope. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. So far, you and I have both been lucky, right? Hmm. So no. far. 
Um, so next week, I think what we're going to do is we are going to have, uh, since obviously so many kids that are graduating from high school and from college aren't having any type of graduation and it will be technically probably this week and next week would have been graduations. Uh, I think what we're going to do is we are going to take a look at some of the best commencement speeches that have been that have mm. been given over the past you know years mm-hmm. uh, by famous people and not famous people ones that like I'm gonna do some research on the ones that really have like been the most impactful people and just kind of take clips of those and or quotes from those and share them so next week will be commencement speech week here on the show perfect I love that <sighs> um, when we get back we have to do we have another possible quarantine cheating situation. <laughs> Uh, Mom, you've already know this story because I sent it to you. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's a doozy. I mean, there's there's a lot of twists and turns to this story. Mm-hmm. Um, it involves late late nights and showing up at church. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> Get your opinion on this. Is he corn cheating? Next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's get into Ask My Mom. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays show, uh, we do a segment called Ask My Mom, where I ask you, hey, you got a question? You want some uh, you know, some unbiased opinion? Or maybe you don't want to talk to your friends about it because you're too embarrassed? And I've been doing segments like this forever on the radio and thought I'd bring it to the podcast. And so I uh, have a segment now called Ask My Mom, where you can send me a, a DM or a Facebook message and just ask a question. And me and my mom will break it down for you. And she's got a lot of wisdom, motherly wisdom. <laughs> and I think actually in this message, that girl actually said that she didn't want to talk to her own mom about this. So she thought my mom might might have some uh, some wisdom. But uh, once we put it out there, then that's when we need you to call in too. Like, what do you think? Does this, mm-hmm. you know, does it sound like this or does it sound like this? And our phone number is 888 Kramer, K R A M E R 8. It's also listed down in the show notes. Okay. You ready for this one, Mom? It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm ready. Kramer, please don't use my real name. I'm so distraught over this. I haven't been able to sleep all night. This is something that I would typically talk to my mom about, but if his story isn't true, she will kill him. <laughs> I'm hoping that was a joke. There was no LOL or emoji at the end of that. So. so I thought I would ask your mom instead. My boyfriend of a year has for the past few weeks has been hanging out with his friends at their apartment. Like he went to one of his guy friends houses last week to play video games. I told him I don't like him leaving the apartment, but he says it's just something that he uh, needs some friend time. He just needs some friend time. Well, yesterday I got home from my shift and his truck was here, but he wasn't. He got laid off six weeks ago. I started to get worried about him around 630. I shot him a text saying, are you okay? And two hours later, he responded with yes. Then I said, where are you? And he never responded. I called him four times and no response. At 145, and I'm guessing that's AM, mm-hmm. uh, 145, he came stumbling in the house. I could tell he was drunk. He told me that he was so sorry that he went to go get takeout with his friend Chris. So I guess that's not important in the name with one of his friends and they had a couple of drinks 
And then that's when he uh, had been feeling so scared about not having money that he went to our church and just sat outside of it for hours praying for our situation to get better. I told him I thought it was BS because he's never been an extremely religious person. He probably went to he probably went with me 10, 10 Sundays last year. So when he passed out, I went through his phone because I knew that he took an Uber. And there was only one receipt, and it was from our church to our apartment at 1.22 a.m. The story is not adding up to me, but obviously he took an Uber from church. I had the receipt, but why is he drunk? We talked about it again this morning, and he swears that's what happened. I really don't believe him, and I really just uh, want to break up and go live with my parents. Does this sound suspicious to you and your mom, or am I overreacting because things are tense? Woo! I mean, <laughs> a Lord lot have mercy. going on in there. A lot. I mean, Woo. I've heard some stories, but this is wild because I feel like if he came home and he was like, I was at church, you could obviously be like, Psh, that's BS. <laughs> but if you literally have a, like an Uber receipt. Right. And it shows that he went from church to your apartment. I mean, Let's just say the whole story is true. You can't be mad at the guy. I mean, you can be mad that he wasn't answering your calls. Mm-hmm. I can I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But if he's sitting over there praying, then you know you really can't can't say much about this. I mean, this story has just suspicion writ all written all over it. But we'll go to my mom. She's been doing this for sixty some odd years now. So, mm-hmm. mom, what advice yeah. would you give to me or my sister? Well, I think this is pretty complicated. If if he got laid <laughs> if he got laid off six weeks ago, then he probably is under a lot of stress. So I can understand him having dinner with his friends and drinking too much and you know, getting drunk. I can understand that. And she knows that he came from church. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of inclined to believe it. Oh, um, to believe I mean, but him. it says he's not, he's not an extremely religious person. If he went with it, 10 son, I mean, that's still not, I mean, that's almost once a month, I guess, um, which isn't a ton, but not that you have to go to church to be the perfect right. spiritual person by any exactly. means. And a lot but, of people are crying out to God right now that yeah, they never had before. But oh, maybe oh. he's scared. But if she but if she is feeling doubtful and she can go to her mom's, maybe she needs to just do that for a while, not to move out permanently. Um, right. But just go to her mom's. But poor for guy. A cooling let's, off period. I know. I feel bad. Let's say for let's him. say it's completely true. Okay. Let's just let's mm-hmm. just give him the benefit of the doubt that it's a completely true story. Mm-hmm. Um, then you gotta feel like a jerk. If you're like upset over this, right? This mm-hmm. poor guy's just trying to pray over here and, and mm-hmm. like have some time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I mean, I'm just trying. I don't know. Well, another question is, I mean, if there's only one Uber receipt, mm-hmm. then how in the world did he get everywhere else? Well, maybe he went with his friends. Maybe his friends picked him up. And like then like or then he, they went the, over to his house and had dinner and then they got drunk and then they dropped him off at church. I mean, maybe. Maybe. It's a I possibility, mean, I guess. Depending on the distance, he could have walked. Um, but if she went through his phone and she thinks that he's cheating on her, then surely she 
would have looked for text messages or phone calls or something. Right. And she didn't include that in, the, in this message. So no. see, that's obviously she wouldn't part. have found something else. Well, but you think you would say that if you found that you'd be like, I found an Uber seat and a text from the girl saying, come to my house. And you yes. know, that, that, that would make it a little bit more because you're right. I don't think she would have just gone to the phone and just looked for an Uber receipt and then been done. No. Like you're not just going to leave it at that. No, she was looking for evidence of him cheating. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of on the guy's side. Oh, that's just something in my gut that feels terrible about saying that, though. I mean, it's not I mean, to show up and not answer. Why is he not answering his phone then? And she didn't include that in here, but that would be a good question. Like, why are you not answering your phone? If you're just trying, I mean, I just feel like no matter what, we can both agree, right? That he should have, he should have checked in probably better. Hmm. Right. True. True. But he was drunk. Right. But that's not an excuse. You can't no, use I'm a drunk well, as an excuse. Like, well. he, he's definitely at fault for, for not communicating enough what was going on. Yes. Uh, I think that anybody owes somebody an explanation if you're in a relationship of where you are past a certain hour of the night. Just period. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that just gives me ultimate anxiety. Because she um, was worried about him and he probably right. should have known that she was worried about him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but <laughs> with that said, um, I just there's just something that just strikes me as bizarre about the situation. I don't and I don't know the whole situation, obviously, but just showing up that late. But you've got an Uber receipt. Okay, so this is where you call in. Like you've heard the story now. Does this sound shady to you? Uh, phone number eight 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 Kramer eight. I'm saying my gut instinct. If I had to say, like, do I think he's cheating or not? I think he probably is. There's probably maybe not cheating, but there is something shady going on here. Hmm. But my mom thinks it sounds like it's pretty. That's a wild story. Hmm. Yeah. I think I would have to side with the guy if I had to choose sides. You know, this is the difficult, um, this is the challenge of these Ask My Mom things is that there's always so much more information you want to know. So many questions, right, that you can't ask. So you have to just sort of assume things. Right. Um, So it's, it's a little tricky. 888-Kramer8, uh, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Let's uh, let's get some phone calls for this for tomorrow. We can kind of delve back into it then. Mm-hmm. All right, Mom, it's getting late over there. Okay. You're five minutes late for six minutes late for dinner right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly days. I may not be able to eat tonight. <laughs> I know. You're in trouble. Okay. All right. I love you. Love you forever. And thank you to everybody that's been trying to play the podcast from your home speaker. I think it's really cool. And actually, we've been seeing some of the numbers go up this week. So that's really awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, it's Smart Speaker Week on the podcast. And so all I'm asking is that you uh, you try it out on your smart speaker. If you've got a, was it a, a Amazon Echo or a, uh, I don't, a Google Home, is that the other one? I honestly don't have one of those things, and I'll tell you why, because I'm way too paranoid. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist kind of person whatsoever, but the fact that there's something that's in my home that's always listening to me, which I know my cell phone's already always listening to me, and that might make me a crazy person, but you know it's the same thing when you even talk about it. Like, watch this. If I say, like, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, I promise you later on today, I'll be I'll be scrolling through something and there's gonna be a Taco Bell ad for me on there. It's just how it goes. I know it's listening to me. I just feel weird with like a device in my house. It's like constantly just always listening. So like my phone doesn't have it set on like if I say, hey, Siri, I don't have that. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. 
But I know a lot of you guys aren't as paranoid as I am. So if you do have a smart speaker, I'd love for you to try out our podcast on there by just add, by saying, hey, Siri, Ooh, I wonder if I can like set off your smart device by doing this. Hey, Siri, play Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I wonder if you're listening to your cell phone went over there. I don't know. I'm trying to think I can do over here, people. Uh, so, so thank you so much for trying that out this week sometime and letting me know. You can hit me up on social media, that guy Kramer, let me know. And uh, yeah, let's get to the good news. So uh, yeah, here at the end of the show, in case you're new, I do the good news coming out of the coronavirus because we always say like, yeah, there's a lot of crappy stuff going on, but people are showing up in amazing ways. And a lot of comp- uh, a lot of people and companies and places are doing cool things. I actually put together a list here of I've just seen a few of the companies, and I want you to share this story. This is why it's so important. If you know somebody that is a frontline worker, um, this this whole article is about eleven great offers that are put on uh, by these different companies for any kind of nurses, doctors, or hospital staff, like custodians, all these heroes. Uh, is it Qatar Airlines? Qatar, Qatar, Qatar uh, is giving away a hundred thousand round trip plane tickets for their uh, network destinations for professionals needing a much needed break from doing their life saving work. So I'm going to put that. Um, trying to see this ends on May 18th. So if you're listening after that, no good. But make sure you check the show notes for all these. Crocs is giving away a ten thousand pairs of shoes every single day. And all you have to do to do it is, uh, is just get to their digital queue every day. They put it on at 12 Eastern every day. And then you can get a free a pair of free Crocs. I mean, I don't know if you want free Crocs to be honest with you. Obviously they're not a sponsor of the show, but you know, why not? Uh, free oil changes for any car from Mazda. They're doing that. Um, I don't know if I need to like read all these to you. I'm probably going to go through these. And if you want to know more, then check out the show notes. Uh, Samsung phone repair, free for all the healthcare workers with valid ID. Free tax prep from H&R Block, police, firefighters, EMT, and healthcare workers through the end of the month. The Lyft scooter in six different cities. They are going to, let me see, uh, you can do a, a Lyft scooter for 30 minutes free of charge every single day in Austin, LA, Denver, uh, Metro DC, Denver again for some reason, and right here in San Diego. So, if you are uh, if you're a transit, healthcare, or emergency service worker, then you've got till the end of May to use uh, Lyft, absolutely free for thirty minutes a day. BJ's, <laughs> uh, BJ's is a uh, like kind of like a Costco kind of place. I don't think they have them here in San Diego, but I know they have them in Georgia. You get a free membership. Or uh, every Sunday, sorry, you get to shop there every Sunday from 8 to 9 a.m. without a membership. And so that's in the show notes. And free wax grooming for all essential workers at the European Wax Center locations. And I don't know if where you are, if they have those, but if they do, then you can go get your free, if you're healthcare, pharmacy, postal service, grocery, or emergency service members, go get waxed because that's what's important. I mean, Here's a, a completely – well, this doesn't have to be too inappropriate, but let's just go with it here. I mean, are you keeping up with your high, you know, like grooming habits during this time? It doesn't seem like it would be a, a huge priority. Like, for example, if I'm a healthcare worker, I don't think my top priority is going to be that my legs are shaved for you or my, uh, you know, other areas. Not going to be like a huge – uh, <laughs> priority for me to go to the, the European Wax Center to make sure that I'm all nice. Maybe it is, though. Maybe, 
maybe it is. So anyway, if you're a nurse and you want to comment about that, I think that's kind of funny. And here's a super cute story for you to end the show today. So there is a family over in New Zealand and their, let's see, it's their daughter is going through her second birthday and her favorite place in the whole entire world is McDonald's. Well, McDonald's over there are closed right now. And so what they decided to do was to recreate the McDonald's drive through over in New Zealand, like their friend's home to like have this. And I just saw watch the video of it. Um, they recreate the whole drive through experience so that their daughter could go over and get a cheeseburger from, you know, quote unquote McDonald's. But it's cute because she had no idea. Obviously this is going to go on. And then she, uh, they roll up to the friend's house, like the little M and the, the friend is wearing a McDonald's emblem on, on his shirt. And so, uh, I put the video over in the show notes. It's one of those cute ones. You can definitely go watch and enjoy. Okay, and I'll leave you today with uh, made me laugh. Uh, this is really funny. So Conan's been doing these confessions, quarantine confession, confessions with different celebrities. And last night, Ed Helms was the uh, was the guest for it. Quarantine confessions. Ed Helms. After my daughter goes to bed, I wander around the house aimlessly, and whenever I pass a mirror, I say. Evening, Sheriff. Confession. Look, um, I'll be honest. Not everyone in Hollywood is social distancing. Last night I went to a sneeze orgy at the Rock's house. Confession. Remember that baby from The Hangover? Such a diva. Confession. I have a name for every plant in my house. It's Gary. Confession. I told my daughter that this pandemic is an early sign that Santa's not happy with her. Confession. I regret judging my dog for rubbing his butt on the carpet. It actually feels really good. Quarantine. Confession. I feel like we could almost start that segment for this show, like your cornfessions. I don't know. What do you think about that? Cornfessions? You like that? Could be kind of funny. Uh, okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show today. Really appreciate it. Tomorrow we got a jam-packed show. We'll come back and we'll. Uh, my sister is going to come on with another dramaggy story. Had something to do with a rat in her house, or so she thought. Uh, we have my friend Steph on, my old phone screener, who's always good to have on the show. So she'll be the guest for tomorrow. And uh, what am I missing? Oh, and dating disasters. There's a lot, a lot going on. So we will see you tomorrow from your smart speaker possibly right okay love you bye remember you can call or text the show anytime 888 kramer 8 that's kramer with a k hey kramer it's sarah from san diego um i was calling in regards to your ask the mom episode with the young man who wanted to go and meet his uh girlfriend's family but they were having a big get together um I am white, my husband is Mexican, and we always go to their functions. Um, It is a family function and it is really important. But recently, and usually they have a Mother's Day function where the whole family comes together, celebrates every single mother in the family. They didn't have it this year. And it was shocking, but at the same time, very irresponsible of them. And they are Mexican. To be honest, if this guy feels like he doesn't want to go, it's completely up to him. Um, The family shouldn't make fun of him if they really want to meet him 
and get to know him. They shouldn't make fun of him for wanting to wear a mask or wanting to take this precaution with responsibility. Thanks. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Hi, Kramer. It's Claire from San Diego. I just listened to episode 37, Meet My Family Six Feet Away. In this case, I don't think it's a matter of culture um, or culture of beliefs. I think it's a matter of individual moral beliefs. The cultural influences shape our own set of beliefs and judgment, but at the end of the day, we still have a choice to believe in whatever we choose to believe in. I'm Filipino, but I don't necessarily follow the cultural belief structure. For me, I deeply look into my own set of philosophical, moral, religious, cultural beliefs so that I can have deep conversations with my partner and understand his views as well. Um, And I'd hope that my partner does the same so we can truly focus on our core issues and work out our challenges in our relationship. I just want to say thank you and your mom, Kramer, for being so positive. Keep up the great work and love you. Bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Eileen from Flowery Branch, Georgia. Uh, Just listening to your podcast today on uh, the upcoming season of The Bachelor and how you said you applied, which totally cracks me up because I'm not a big fan of Claire. And by the way, I've been watching The Bachelor since I think season two with Trista. So I love all of these episodes about The Bachelor. It's so cool that you know so many people. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.